Episode one of Controversial Topics of the Knuckleheads podcast. Of course, I am Gator, but I am joined today with a buddy of mine that we have sat down and talked, and uh, I even hit him with this and said, I want you on a podcast episode. I don't know how this is going to happen, but we're going to have to figure something out. We talked back and forth. We we got to the bottom of it, and we decided to create a continuing um, periodic shall I say, episode version of the Knuckleheads where we tap more into controversial topics, um, discussions, whatever you really want to call it. I like to call it controversial topics because I like to poke at people sometimes. But um, So I am joined here with my buddy today. His name is Gabe Wortley. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good. So obviously, I uh, you know I, I hit you about this, and I had on episode I guess it was three, maybe four. I had Joe. I think it was four. I, I had was Joe four, on, yeah. and I was telling Joe, I was like, man, I got to get Gabe on an episode. And the reason why, and I've told you this, but I'll let the the viewers, uh, listeners know, shall I say, um, I have never had more in depth in depth conversations about music with anyone more than I have with you, so that's why I wanted this to happen, and obviously you know that, but... Yeah, man. So, realistically, we're just going to break into it. I promise y'all, y'all will get to see uh, Gabe's side of his <laughs> knowledge. Uh, we like to joke. I used to call him Google, because if I needed to know anything about a band, he's the one I would talk to, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, you want to tell a little bit about yourself, just any little thing before we break into it? I mean... I... <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I, I mean, you're not wrong. I hear that from a lot of people. Yeah. I, I get it, especially from like Joe. Joe is even Joe. Joe works in the music industry, and he still asks me stuff. And I'm like, I'm like probably the most knowledgeable person about the industry that doesn't actually work in it. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. It's what I've been doing since I was young. Call it obsessive. Call yeah. it you know being a fanboy, whatever. Yeah. But. Call it what you want it, but hey, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you go to more shows than anyone I know of. Yeah, you, oh you, yeah. I people think I go to a lot of shows. You're quadruple what I go to. Like, oh yeah, people, I know me like <laughs> you know like locals as you as you say. They're like, man, you're at a show like every day, and I'm like, yeah, I go to. I, I mean, I go on average probably one or two a week. So. I was about to say, you're going to be at, like, what, three this week, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I've already been to, we were here last night um, to see Thrice. We're doing a show tonight. I've got a show on Friday. Might go something on Saturday. Yeah. So, I mean, And then I'm headed to a different one tonight. So Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I always hit, I said this about Joe, and I'll say it about you, too. I always hit y'all up every show I go to, especially into the hardcore metal rock yeah, scene. Yeah. But I've seen you at... Anything from Denzel Curry to Knock Loose to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You're down and you're open for it all. So. Oh, yeah. I love it, dude. I mean. So, well, that's awesome. So, all right. Well, I guess let's kind of get into it. Um, our main topic today, and I'm going to ask the question. I want us to start with a simple yes or no, and then we'll really break down into it. But the main question today is, 
Are the times of streaming killing music? Yes or no for you? Mm. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I, I'm going to agree with you and say no as well. That's my, my main thing. But I could see someone arguing case for for yes in a way. Yes. Um, what would If you had to give a quick summary, and obviously we can break into it, why, would you say, why do you say no? No? I mean, okay, personally... I mean, especially since you've known me for a long time. If anyone has known me for a long time, they'll know that when I was younger, I was real bad. Real, you know, FBI's going to come knocking on my door, but, like, I used to pirate so much music. <laughs> so much music, dude. Uh, hey, whoever um, takes. <laughs> that's, hey, that's what I had to do, man. I was I was, a, I was, a broke high schooler, middle schooler. I wasn't buying all those records. Yeah. But nowadays with streaming services like Spotify, man, when I realized, like, I was like, I can pay nine ninety nine a month and listen to whatever I want whenever I want to. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no beating it. I'm sure statistically you could probably look it up, and you could watch since the rise of you know Spotify and Apple Music that piracy has just went plummeted. I'd say it's nearly. I mean, people, I mean, people really don't do it anymore. Even I mean, the only time that I, the only time I see it or hear about it is if something uh, leaks out early. I mean, even I'm yeah. guilty of that sometimes. You know, just looking up to see if something's come out. Yeah, but I I, I will say I I might do it a little bit more than some, and the only reason I run into it, mm-hmm. and I think you'll understand this is, as a DJ, sometimes you can't find a clean version of anything on like I can make my own, but the ease of just needing a song and not having to do that little bit of extra. When you're like z- like having to be zoned out, like yeah. worrying about words or something like that, yeah, like, yeah, that's the only time I ever have to download. Something. Have to download like like pirate it, shall I say? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'll, and I'll admit it, I do it too. But all right, but but back in the day, yes, I'll agree with you. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was. <laughs> I yeah, it and that and that's not even just music. They um, that's everything. Oh, yeah. Even like with the rise of like Netflix and. Mm-hmm. Hulu and all that kind of stuff. Even movie and show piracy has went down. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think uh, once again I agree with the no. I don't think it's killing music, but what I do think it is killing is a lot of the quality of music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. like man, I I just I sit and look or listen to uh, music nowadays, and so much of it just sounds the exact. Same. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like, I mean, obviously there's differences depending on the genre, but each genre has its own like norm now because of stuff like streaming. You yeah. know, it, like pop music definitely has a specific sound. Your your top forty country music definitely has a very specific <sighs> sound. Please don't get me started. <laughs> it I is mean, pop. It's, yeah, it's pop. It's pop. Today's it's country pop. is yesterday's pop. Yeah, it's it, yeah, exactly. It's it's outdated pop at that. I, I still love what Caleb said in episode one. Uh, he said, uh, "Today's country." Is, we we both agree with that same statement. But he said, "It is the commercialization of Nashville is oh, what has caused it is, that." I, I have friends that live in Nashville and, and just like and going up there and visiting and kind of seeing how it works and hearing behind the scenes stuff oh, yeah. it's 
it's it's honestly it's insane because there's nothing really like the whole commercialization of Nashville and like the Nashville scene and how that affects yeah. that one specific genre of music. There's nothing like that in like any other genre of music. Yeah. Really, the closest thing you could say is maybe at one point or another hip hop. Yeah, but even then, it wasn't to that extent. With and uh, well, even what you say like hip hop too. I think about it like. I think streaming has caused a rise, helped cause a rise in the hip-hop and EDM mm-hmm. scene because it is significantly cheaper to record songs like hip-hop bassist than an EDM. Like, I, mean, I yeah. can do it for nothing. In my, I mean, I yeah. have my little bit of equipment, and I can put it out there yeah. if I wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah, you can 100%. You can... You can uh, you know, in certain genres like that, like EDM or hip hop, something that's got a easy turnaround as far as recording the song, and then I mean whether you get into the mixing and mastering of all of it, it's one yeah. thing. But you could literally record it, put it on Spotify that same day. Yeah, like easy. I mean, you think about what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're sitting on GarageBand recording this podcast, yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna have it on Spotify within a couple of days. Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's nuts, and it's not no crazy thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Like it's nope. It is low budget recording, which allows for it to happen. Do yeah. I do I like certain parts of that? Yeah, I mean, especially trying to be an artist, like <laughs> it yeah. definitely helps me. But the overall, I mean, it, I would I do think that there is that downfall of quality, but you are getting the the rises of the low budget recordings and oh yeah a hundred percent and not even just like it's kind of relevant but going off a little on tangent that's okay um we're talking about like streaming and and it you know leading to more and more people getting exposed anybody can have exposure but like something else that goes along with that is like you know viral going viral on the internet like god dude I, I can't as it makes me feel old and I'm not even that old but I can't get on like TikTok. TikTok, <laughs> dude, is straight up making or breaking people immediately. Like if your song goes viral on TikTok, you're on Spotify charts like that. Yeah. Nothing. Look what happened with Lil Nas X. Absolutely. Yeah. That they they created a TikTok dance for it. Bam. Uh I look at the newer song. Hexa just released the video for it, but it kind of popped off towards the end of last year. Uh Roxanne by that Roxanne Roxanne like it's by Arizona Zervis I think is his, uh, mm. his name is, um, like did they created a dance to that like yeah oh yeah See, like I said I don't I don't really get on there and look at it but like my partner Shane is like all the time telling me about like hey there's this song that's going viral on TikTok or we'll be listening to something some mm-hmm. and something obscure. And they'll be like, you know, this is a meme on TikTok right now. I'm like, what? Dance challenge. Yes, the, exactly. Some some what's dance. What's the guy from 88 Rising? The Joji? Joji? Joji. Yeah, yeah, Then the song that, uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but. Is it his new one? No, it was oh. an older one. The microwave challenge wound up getting huge on TikTok because of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I, I mean, um, you just look at such subtle 
10 second clips yeah, that everybody it's like can do. one line in a song. They'll yep. make a challenge out of it. And then all of a sudden you look on like their Spotify, or their Apple music and it's their most played song. Yeah. But it, well, you know, if you, to get on like Spotify and everything, you go like, I like I would be using like tune core. If uh, pod bean, I can put like podcasting is a little different. Yeah. But if I was putting music on, it'd be tune core. Yeah. But they have now added to get your music on TikTok, You, you can use tune core. Yep. So, I mean, it's realistically becoming its own streaming platform in a way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, in a way. Well, there's even um, God, I don't know how common it is, but I remember this was last year. Um, do you listen to Brockhampton? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They had a song, uh, leak through TikTok. Like somehow it had got uploaded to TikTok before they even announced their album. That's crazy. It's, it's, and it's it's a more popular song. It's their song Sugar. Okay. Sugar. I had that song from a leak literally three months before they even announced Ginger. Before they even announced the album that the song was on, I had that song. That's crazy. Because it leaked on TikTok. That's crazy what a platform can allow. Well, that's... that's YouTube was really bad about le- like yeah. how many leaks would get out there. Oh, yeah. Like, still I is. know like Drake was battling that, and all your, a lot of your bigger artists were battling that. I mean, they still do, like I said, but... Um, I don't know, man. I, it's... It's crazy to me, like, how much it can help you in in getting that. I'm we'll say the word viral success. I mean, oh, yeah. that's. I mean, if you, like I, I when I'm DJing now, mm. I will actually research. Like I did a father daughter dance at uh, down in Forsyth recently, and some of the main songs that I pulled up to play for that night it was only like a two hour set, where I looked up. TikTok playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and you every could, one of them had a dance to it. Dude. Like, and, and people, pro- like the younger crowd, probably popped off as soon as you started yep, playing some of them. It hap- I'm, it's crazy to watch it happen. That's like, like um, and, and it's it's funny watching just the rise that people can take just off of something like that. There's a, um, there's a song that I've, it's been stuck in my head for like a couple weeks now. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was a TikTok thing. Um, and it's called. It's Look called, it up. Uh, You're good. It's called La La La. Oh, uh, that. Yeah. So I just posted a video on my like. I got a video back from uh-huh. me dancing at a wedding. Uh, I mean, I you know, I'm a dancer, <laughs> and I wound up using that song as like what I overlaid on the video. Just because I was like, ah, eh, it's catchy. Why not? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And I'm just looking. I'm looking. At I don't it. know how to say the dude's name. I think it's like it, BBNO. I think, I think it's something. pronounced Baby No Money. Okay. I think is what I heard. Maybe. I'm probably butchering Baby that. No Money? I'm probably butchering <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, you look at it. You just go into his Spotify real quick. This is a top played song. And it's got fucking almost, almost half a billion plays. That's incredible just incredible yeah but if the the thing that got me is not even just how many plays it's got but also like have you seen the remixes of it oh yeah there's a couple of different ones of it and like one of them is like okay let's take a essentially a a soundcloud rapper or whatever Mm -hmm. blow him up on tiktok and now he has a remix with enrique Iglesias and carly ray jepsen on it yeah, he makes probably, zero sense. You could talk about some Carly Rae. Oh my god! Can I, th- th- and honestly, that's why I listened to the song is because I saw that Carly Rae's on the remix. That was, was your like, number one album of 2019, wasn't it? It's Carly. Yeah, it's Carly. That's what I thought you. I it was so song. underrated. Yeah, 
I could we could do an entire podcast on how much I love that album. And I, the <laughs> you know I always talk about like I think you people become they become a song instead of an artist. And yeah. I'm afraid I don't want to say I'm afraid. I know you you could probably argue this, but and this could be a conversation for another day, but yeah. uh I don't besides call me maybe yeah. what is she really like well, n- known known for i think she had one or two other songs that well call me Ma- call me maybe is the it is the carly ray jepson song yeah. it, it is um i mean it's a meme or it was a meme it's yeah. it, we kind of we've kind of gotten to the point where people there's like pitchfork articles written about like how she is like a pop genius yeah um they like consider it, like one of the best pop songs ever written. It's like yes, on surface level, it seemed kind of dumb when it came out, but it was catchy. It was so super, catchy, extremely catchy. Like hands down, one of the most catchy songs ever to me. Yeah, and it, well, catchy and catchy, but not to a fault. Like yeah. catchy without. I remember guys using it for pickup lines. Yeah, dude. I remember a guy created business cards. Yeah. That said, like, hey, here's my number. Put his number on there. It's like, I know I just met you, and this is crazy. Yeah. Like, here's my. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, you just <laughs> that? That's how you do it. Legit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, legitimately an insanely good song. Um, she. There's a whole. I'm not I, as obsessive as I am. I'm not even. I don't know the whole story, but like, there's a whole story about the like why she kind of fell off. Well, fell off. Yeah. She she fell off commercially, but she critically has only gotten better like her album after that emotion is legitimately considered to be one of the best records of the last decade you can look on pitchfork articles rolling stone i would i would love to see if that song come out right now as catchy as it was and what it done Mm -hmm. like what it would do on the streaming records oh now oh my god (laughs) it would well see and that's the thing is i think going forward if if she markets it right or if her fan base gets hype enough, like she just released a single and it's really good. It's called let's be friends. And it's that same like sassy snarky style that she's known for. And I'm waiting for it to blow up and become a meme. We'll see if it happens. I mean, we'll see. It's already a prediction. I like it. It's (laughs) already in her. It's already in her top five played on Spotify. Like that quick. I mean, granted they, the algorithm for that, also accounts as like how many streams something's getting in a short time period. Yeah. So when something new comes out, it shoots up the charts just because it's new. Yeah, for sure. And then we'll see if it sticks up there. Yeah, though. we'll see if it like, sticks. Call me maybe would. Be, yeah, so. it, I don't think anything will ever get to that level. We, we you say like top five? I guess we, we'll tap into like the amount of streams and playing on on with that, and like the money that is not to be made in streaming necessarily. Yeah. Or you can make it, but you just got to be super big, but well, um, I'll give you. I did, was doing some research on it, and I was basing it because if you start basing off per one stream, like you can't even really say the numbers properly. But I done it based off a thousand streams. Only kind of took like a top three. Like uh, YouTube pays you a dollar and fifty cent per thousand streams. Spotify pays you seven dollars and fifty cent per thousand. And I saw two different articles, and but I'm going to just go with the bottom one. Um, Apple pays you $12 per thousand. I did see where it was 15 somewhere else, but I'm just basing off the 12. But I look at that and, like, the amount of, like, I, 
that is that I feel like that can be hurting artists in the amount of money because there's no. When's the last time you like really bought an album? Uh, you you made more than me, but <laughs> I mean, not recently. Uh, I mean to to be honest with you, with the with when, you know since streaming became a thing, I never really bought records that much to begin with. But what what I've kind of like rationalized? <laughs> you pirated in the morning. <laughs> I did. I pirated so much. I pirated. I cannot express to you how much I pirated music. But it happens. But what I would do is now that I have streaming. Um, it kind of gave me the incentive to start collecting like vinyl records. Yeah. Like I, that's what if it's an artist that I really like. Um, I use streaming for everything, but the artist I really like, I go to a show and I'll buy a vinyl. It's like your way of supporting. It's them. my way of supporting the band. Yeah. So I'll get a physical medium that I don't have to listen to constantly. Yeah. Um, the last time I bought, I haven't actually bought many records recently. Um. I don't know. I, bu- I probably bought a couple last year. Yeah. I know I bought. I have that varial, the last varials record yeah. that came out, but yeah. I, well, I think about like the times of of change from, uh, like I mean the way music was first put out there from like canned music to records to cassettes and eight tracks and CDs yeah. and you watch that transition over all these years and my uncle JB was was talking about it actually I had him on an episode and he was just saying like it's so easy now for us to get music out there like we discussed he's like that was a big way like it was a hard thing to do back then was to get your music out there yeah oh yeah um he said you had to hustle like he said we used to have to drive to radio stations every morning and hand our records out to them yeah. to be able to get it out there like that oh, was yeah. our way of getting it out there um and oh i guess even another thing tapping into that though like we were talking about like is it hurting artists is uh i remember i bought like it was only happened with two different artists i bought mac miller tickets to mm. the swimming tour before he passed away yeah and was supposed to go to that and they sent me a copy of the cd yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, it ended up with this past weekend, I went to Dermot, Dermot Kennedy. Uh-huh. Um, and. It, did it come with a CD, too? And it came with a CD as well. Yeah, th- uh, there's a lot of people who are doing that. Um, and at that point, is it a way of helping your album sales? Oh, no, it is. It is. I mean, that's. Um, uh, there was something. There's some sort of controversy, like an article I was reading a while back, where I think. Like, you see it a lot when with album pre-orders, like pre-order packages, like, you know, get a shirt and a record or get this. And almost, you always see, um, it's always lumped with either a digital download code or a, a CD, right? Anytime you buy anything pre-order from a band or an artist, mm-hmm. um, they're supposed to be changing the way that works. Like, they don't, I can't remember if it's going to count more or count less, but like something about like digital download codes and, yeah. and CDs, like you're not going to be allowed to bundle some of them together or something. Yeah. It's almost a geniusly cheating way to get your album. It is. Up. And you got to think, okay, so a good, a good example of this, the knocked loose record. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you see the numbers that it did first week? No, I did not. Insane. Absolutely absolutely bonkers how much they did that. But I can tell you right now, just from being, you know, very online and all the time and in like music circles, like so many of those numbers came from people who were either 
record variant collectors or just like the pre-order packages that they did alone were insane. Yeah. Like you had um you had different they I can't they, I don't remember how many vinyl variants there were, but there were so many different like re- variants of this record that they put out that collectors were who people who were trying to collect every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have one person who bought that knocked loose record like 25 times. Yeah. And that's not counting the digital download code that came with it. That kind of makes me think about it. Uh, we, we, we've actually had this discussion about the song. We're uh, going to do this as an album review. But when Justin Bieber released Yummy, yeah, he done the he created the vinyl records, like the smaller records with the singles on it. Yeah. But every one of them, he spelt out Yummy and done Y-U-M, all in different colors. Uh-huh. And was trying to get everybody to sell them all. Like I, they were only seven dollars a piece, but like, you kind of want like, man, I want to buy all those to like collect them. And every, yeah, but you think every single one of those adds up, At, especially you, for your collectors. Yeah, exactly. And like variant collecting for 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 record collectors is, is a thing. I I can't, I cannot get behind it just because I just don't feel like spending that much money. We'd rather spend our money on live shows. Exactly, I would. <laughs> I'd rather just go see the artist live or get, get a T-shirt, get something you're gonna wear. Yeah. Um, like you're never. Like, I mean, and granted, I guess that's not really for that purpose. I get it, and I don't. Yeah. But I mean, if you see some of these collections that people have of just like any, pick any artist, and it's yeah. just how much money you've had to blow on that. Oh yeah. I look at it like in multiple different ways, but like we look at like the money you get per thousand streams, mm. and but that also means like we actually were discussing this was like you have a song has to be listened to for thirty seconds before it's considered a listen. Yeah, and like I think that's why like songs have always traditionally been what three minutes long. I mean, yeah, I mean and, you're. N- your normal song. I see the rise of like minute and a half, two minute long songs Dude. lately. Yeah, you just see it slowly dropping down, and mm-hmm. that's I, I, that's why because of streaming. Yeah, and I, that's that leads to something I was going to talk about too. Is like, um, it you it happened mainly with um, hip hop first is the first place most people noticed it, but you're seeing it more and more in other genres now. Of you've got people who are releasing records. And it has like, you know, fucking 20 songs on it. Yeah. And you listen to it and you're like, did all of these have to be on here? Like it's, it's leading to, they want your songs to be shorter and your records to be longer. Yeah. So you can release 20 tracks at like a minute and a half a piece because that's going to get your numbers up. Yeah. You know, you're still selling an album. You're still getting your streams. You're actually getting... More money for the time. Yeah, you're getting more money for the less work. Well, that's uh, and I was thinking about like I've seen multiple cases of people trying to cheat the system, uh, but like there was a group called the Pocket Gods, mm-hmm. and I mean you like somewhat brought this up, but they created an album. I think it's somebody called like two ninety eight or something, but it was like three hundred songs. Yeah. But they were all a little over 30 seconds each. That's nuts to me. And oh, I have to look into that. Like, it's just crazy that, like, there's no quality in there at that point. I mean, there might be some. You just had to dig for it. I mean, that's a lot of songs I mean, to listen it, to. It's, <laughs> it is. It's a little genius. Like, I mean, I'm right. not, I probably won't listen to it, but 
I, I, will, I, 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 haven't, I haven't listened to it, but I like researched it, and it was just crazy to me that like that's a thing. Like, how can we cheat the system and get paid for it? And hey, I don't, I don't blame them for it. Do your thing. And there, and I saw another band that was, uh, I really don't remember the name of the band, but they uh, done like fifteen track song or something, a fifteen track album that was complete silence. But uh-huh. we, you do that and you get your strength. I think they, supposedly they racked up like $20,000 before they got caught. <laughs> Whoa. And, and for streaming amounts, like, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's... I am literally looking at this Pocket Gods thing. I think they've done it more than once. Uh, what Do you blame them? <laughs> I no, but like, <laughs> that's nuts to me, dude. That's just... yeah. It was like I said. It was like three hundred songs, roughly. I think somebody said it was exactly two ninety eight. Well, it's. I, th- I think it's. I think you might be right because I think it said or there's different ones because I think it's called where'd it go? A hundred by thirty, like a hundred thirty second long songs, yeah. and then like maybe there's more than one. Yeah, there was like three albums of that. There you go. I mean, like that's what the, the crazy part. It's just crazy to see how you're playing the system of. But that that really results back to the the lack of quality now. Yeah, I mean yeah. it can all kind of come full circle, but the amount of people that can start to make a living and start to build a name because of streaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, throw it on TikTok like we said earlier. Like, it, yeah, it's just crazy to me how it, it can all TikTok come is a, full it, circle. Is a huge huge i mean it's a huge reason of like why you've got success um speaking of like i brought brockhampton and how their song leaked or whatever but just just brockhampton in general like they solely got popular on streaming services they didn't even have physical releases of their their records like they're 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 commonly known like most pop like well, i don't even know if it's the most popular at this point but like they're Consider their best, the Saturation trilogy, like those three records. Mm-hmm. They, there. I don't even think there's not even a physical release for it. There's no CDs. There's no vinyl. Well, no, there were CDs, but they didn't release them until after the fact, yeah. way after. Yeah, I, I found Brock Campen just by yeah. streaming. The streaming, like that's that's, that's, that's how, how I found them. Yeah, YouTube. I think I saw a music video and, and I was hooked from then. Yeah, like I, I, I have not seen them live. I always heard good things. I did watch I, like a I've seen live them stream seen them twice. Yeah, been amazing. They're they're on my my bucket list, my concert bucket list. They're so. they're they're really good, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Their production is, uh, I I am a sucker for good stage production. Like especially especially with something like like hip hop, where yeah. you're not no one on stage is playing instruments, <laughs> you know, most yeah. of the time. So if they're not, I need something cool. Yeah. To like. I, to I, go with it. I will say, that, and, and that might be a, a good uh, topic for us to talk about, is more live shows. And I know we and you can sit there and talk that all day long. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, that, that is the one downfall with, like, hip-hop shows is so many times, like, it's just one person bouncing around on a stage and there's nothing else yeah. to it. Yeah, that's why you have, you have to have some sort of solid stage production. Yeah. Brockhampton delivers. They have some really unique stuff. And they change it every tour. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a different experience every time you go to see them. Yeah. We recently, I don't know, this is still you know, going on tangent here, but uh, last year uh, they were playing in Atlanta. They played at the Roxy, I think. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go. 
You went to the 1975. But I went to instead. the 1975 instead. Because I voted were, for Brock Hampton on the, your you little post I think that you done. It was you, you and one other friend of mine. <laughs> hey, I, were the I'm going to only two Brock that Hampton. voted for Brock Hampton. <laughs> Everybody else was. One, a couple of my other friends were like, "Was it even a choice? Did you actually think you were going anywhere besides the 1975?" Once I you realized that's me. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. The 1975 have one of the best live shows I've ever seen. I've heard that straight up. Multiple people. It's insane, man. I'm like, not even going to see it, but you should just watch one of their live sets, like on YouTube. Yeah. You you're gonna be blown away. That's crazy. Uh, man, I don't know. I I, I look. I still think about this whole streaming thing and just. Mm. I, I I mean, it's definitely here to stay. And no, I, oh, there's no there's no going back. The the accessibility of music now. I think the music industry as a whole is booming yeah. because of streaming. Yeah. And the live shows, uh, which we talk about so much, like has picked up, though, because of streaming. Well, you have to. I mean, your your moneymaker as an artist, no matter what, really what level you're at, yeah. from the tiniest DIY band to people like... Drake or yeah. Taylor Swift, streaming matters. Yeah, but tours matter more. Yeah. That's where your money's coming from. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I saw a statistic, and I think it was like a year or so ago. So it's probably changed some now, especially as we've watched streaming keep on rising. But uh, I think like thirty percent, right at thirty percent of artists' income mm-hmm. is because of live music touring whatever terminology yeah. one yeah. would like to use overall there. i'm sure and that that, that statistic is going to vary depending on you know how level what level of yes popularity and because i mean your your lower budget people like your diy bands or your people who play like masquerade mm-hmm. um up to that level your most of your money is probably being made off of merch well the money you're going to yeah. see at least yes um, uh, there's still a ton of money in touring, yes. like the actual ticket sales and your payout each night, yeah. but you're going to make more money in, in merch for yeah. sure. It's only when you get to like Drake level. <laughs> yeah. When you get to like stadium level, stadium like you're playing level. state farm or something like that, that well, even like the price of tickets there, yeah. like they're making like a, your average, I mean, you, you, like the DIY bands, like we talk about, like, I mean, your average ticket is what? 50 bucks maybe for if that, <laughs> Every, I mean, so fifty bucks that, or less. That's you know, max. Like, yeah, yeah. But then you, know, you go to like Drake, like nosebleeds in a stadium. Fifty bucks ain't gonna get you to that. You about probably 100. not. Like I, I was looking at Post Malone tickets. He's coming here soon to yeah. Atlanta, and I haven't even looked at ticket prices because you know it's gonna make me sad. Ba- base level cheapest you can find mm. is over a hundred dollars. Yeah, God, man, I want to see him so bad, but I just can't. You haven't seen him yet? No. I mean, I've seen it like three or four times. You suck, <laughs> I, dude. I wanted, I wanted to go so many. T- he's just, he's, he's, he's too big, man. He's too big. I can't find. I tried to, to find him at a festival to or something. Him when he was at Center Stage years ago on Halloween. Yes, I almost went to that. Yeah. I had but tried tickets so went insane for that. I yeah. mean, you look at the rise of him over these. He's come in at such a good time when White Iverson that song, and that that he come honestly, in at really the start of streaming. Yeah. And he's he's a testament to how well it can do for you. Yep. Because he, if you've ever, watched, I mean, I'm sure you have because you're a fan. But like, if anyone's ever like looked into like how he got famous, like why Iverson, like he made that song not not as like as a joke song or anything, but like he threw it online 
and wasn't expecting anything. No, he said he woke up the next day. He woke up the next day and had like text messages from like, like what was it, Wiz Khalifa or something, and like some other pe- yeah. pe- bigger people. Like, yo, this song is great, and like looking at the numbers and it just skyrocketed. I think it was, he started it on like SoundCloud, I think is what it, where he like put it out first, mm-hmm. and he realized like with that like how well it done. Yeah. And that's when he was just like, okay, like this is about to happen. Like, let's put it everywhere. Let me get all my ducks in a row. Like, yeah, because I mean, it's crazy how quickly somebody can go viral like that because of the, like all these streaming platforms, and that, and that can even branch into like YouTube and Facebook views. And yep, if you can get it on all these streaming platforms, like you can blow up. Yeah, you can like, as long as you have something that sets you apart to make you special for people to latch onto it yeah. to make you go viral and you can do whatever you want. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. You just got to have that that undefinable X factor, you know. Yeah. You, you got to have it <laughs> the clout. You got to <laughs> right. <laughs> that term frustrates me so bad, but I I, mean, I I get it. I mean, if you it's actually it might frustrate me as, uh, as sometimes looking in on or looking at all the things is like like where's the quality of music gone and and all this and I mean I'm, but I'm also one that's still sitting at home doing it on my own so I I can't really yeah. judge it I mean yeah, 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 yeah. I mean if it wasn't whatever. for that you couldn't do this yeah like I, I mean I'm grateful for it still like I said, that's why I still think that like as as the overall scheme of things like my dad always messes with with me about like music to today's music sucks like and it's like yeah I mean I I know what you're saying I I, I do get what you're saying but like I can't necessarily like I know where you're coming from growing up when you did, but I I get it, but at the same time I don't because yeah. like when people try to say like oh god music today sucks man there's just nothing good in music these days I'm like there's literally anything you want you can find it uh, and the accessibility of it too <laughs> I mean there's a um there's a stand up bit back when when Donald Glover did stand up oh god. Yeah. yeah, back before Childish Gambino was That's a huge thing. <laughs> Have you ever watched that stand-up special? I've seen... He has a bit. I don't know if I've seen the full thing, but I've yeah. seen a bunch of clips. He has a bit in it. Even back then, that was like 2011. He has a bit in it about that exact statement of like someone being like... He was talking, they were talking about rap music. He's like, my dad you know, talks about like rap music these days. Oh, it's just not as good. It's not as good as the old stuff. It's not as good as the old stuff. And he's just like, dude, shut up, man. <laughs> who like who is the rap music you're talking about? It's like, you know, who was sitting there walking around listening to stuff? It's like, I went to the hat store and I bought myself a hat. Like, yeah, get well, out of you here. You look like the Humpty thing. The Humpty e- exactly, song. yeah. No, no, the hump. Like, I respect where the transitions. I don't use hip-hop, for instance. I, I respect where music, where hip-hop started and how it's transitioned. Like, I will say that, like, a lot of, like, like the whole mumble rap thing, like, I, I once again, that results back to, I think there's just a lack of quality and time that's put into it. Mm. But I think you got ones, like, in today's times, like, J. Cole, Kendrick, and, um, I, I gotta go down a list, but the qu- the quality of lyrics that they bring in now, and yeah. lyricism, is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, that's insane. Like, I mean... There's even with even within hip hop, hip hop they treat it. I mean, every genre has your like your like we were talking about earlier. It has its main your mainstream like stereotype that it has to conform to. That people think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, with, with rap music right now or hip hop, it's it, it is like the whole you know, mumble rap that yeah. kind of thing. People are like, oh, it sucks. And it's like if you look for 
for the music that you want. Like if you want someone who sounds like whoever, you can find it. Oh yeah. Even with these new artists that are just coming out of the woodworks, you know, yeah. you can find the the weirdest stuff, or you can find the most like old school sounding like boom bap shit you want. Like, yeah. Either way you want, you can find it all. And uh, you see, with, even with like the streaming nowadays too, though you and like the TikTok, I've seen songs come back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because exactly of because that. it's a meme. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, you just see it all come full circle. So I, I still think resulting back to the question we started with: Are the times of streaming killing music? I I have to say no. No, like, the only I, thing that I could say that like the only the only reason I could hear the answer yes for that is if they were just asking if streaming is killing music, why? And it's they are it, streaming did effectively kill album sales as we know it. Yeah. You know, like no one's buying records anymore. It's killing the record labels pockets. It's killing the record labels pockets. It's That's killing what it boils down. That's it where really you got is. a lot of arguments is it's a money thing. It, it was, is a money thing. And the record uh, labels that have been sitting there doing this forever are pissed. Yeah. They're just like, how, you know, your, your big wig labels are like, why are we putting out all these CDs if no one's gonna buy them? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's that, why your 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 smaller record labels, the ones who got in, run by younger people, are thriving because yes. they, you, you, it, and it it's so it's literally does dividends because you can sit there and you could put all of your, I could start a DIY label tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Sign five bands, right? Put all their streaming, put all their stuff on streaming, make money. And then be like, okay, I'm going to make a run of like 20 CDs of, for each of these bands, right? And I will sell all 20 of those CDs in a day, you know? Yeah. And take that and exponential, you know, make it bigger. That's the exact business model a lot of these smaller labels are doing. They're putting it all on streaming. You can listen to it when you want. And if you want to buy it, they're going to make it in small releases to where they're not losing any profit margin on Limited it. releases help out with that. and. With even like with shirt sales and things, like if I were to release a shirt, like I'm only doing smaller amounts of shirts. Yep, and they'll be gone. And they'll be gone. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I look at like Jason with Savage City. Like, yeah, he sells out every single time. Every time, but he's fifty or less. Yeah, like, and I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, like one, he's a buddy, but it, it, like, I'm gonna buy it because I don't want to look back and go, dang, I should have bought that shirt. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. And that's a lot of the um. You see that there's entire uh like for the for the like metal hardcore scene there's an entire website of like merch is a big thing yeah. always especially in you know metalcore and whatnot merch is always a big thing yeah there's an entire website founded that's just merch it's called it's called merch limited yeah it's just limited time mm-hmm. merch it just they throw up a design and they go we're only doing a hundred of them and they will sell out in an hour yep. Honestly, the shirt that I'm wearing Can't sold out. This it was a merch limited shirt, sold out in ten minutes. Yep. Because they can go, hey, hey, I can't blame anybody. Just like I can't blame like the pocket gods for doing. No, I can't. Doing. I can't do it. I, I can't. Like I, you got to learn how to play that line of of everything. I mean, yes, yeah. it's exciting to to have sat here and not even consciously thought about it, but like just the day and age that we live in and watched streaming. Arise! I remember when it started. I was like, mm, I don't want to use Spotify. I remember trying out Spotify and not liking it. I was like, No, no, no. This what I was doing was easier. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's legal, but it was easier. So yeah. I thought, and then I gave it like you know a year. I'm trying to remember 
Um, it was. I think it was twenty thirteen. When did when did Pimp a Butterfly come out? Was that thirteen, fourteen? Roughly, yeah. Yeah, it, roughly right. It there. was when to Pimp a Butterfly came out was when I signed up for Spotify. Dang. Because I remember I signed up for it the day the album came out because I want I think I don't know if it was exclusive, but it was the easiest way to listen to it. I think the only and well the downfall for me as a DJ is everything's so accessible on Spotify, but by by law technically, I'm not I can't make money off of Spotify. Like I can't use it as a like I can't like mix using Spotify. Like I have to have my downloaded music and so on. So there's so many like very out. Like I wish that Spotify would create a platform that that is Spotify for DJing. Yeah, like for DJing. So yeah, specifically. But that, for like it. I said, there's so many variations of it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like when you you sit there and look look at the whole grand scheme of things, like. Uh, like I said, well, I still go back to the exact same point though of no, like it's it's not killing music. It, no, and I think so. you've been seeing this argument for a couple of years now. I think maybe a couple of years ago, when we were kind of right in the beginnings of it, and everyone was really looking into like the number of how much artists are getting paid and um and the decline of record sales and stuff like that. There was a point where it it kind of did look like it was hurting the music industry. But then you you adapt and you overcome, man. Yeah. And these younger bands and younger artists are, they're they're just going all right. The old way is not working. This yeah. is how this is how the game is played now. Let's play it. Yeah. And it's we're right back to where we were. Do what you do. I, I mean, I can't help but respect it. So. Well, you got any more points you want to tap in on that before we uh end out this first debate and we might wind up having to touch back on this one yeah. day but <laughs> yeah i mean the only thing that i could think of is just from what I, what i just said i would be curious to see or talk to someone who you know has worked maybe in the in the industry for a while the streaming industry well, like work for spotify or something or yeah but also someone who who's just worked at, maybe at a label okay like a big label for a long time to see what the effect of going from any physical medium to a different one was. Yeah. Like, how did people feel when CDs came out? You know, like, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it, CDs murdered vinyl forever. Yeah. Vinyl came back only within the recent memory because it was just a fad. But say it's, and now it's, I'll, I'll buy vinyl before I buy a CD. It, it, it actually it outpaces CD sales. Yeah. Yeah. Vinyl yeah, outpaces CD sales because it's, it's got that, it's got that, Got like a nostalgia, Appeal, nostalgia like a, thing, yeah, exactly. And it's people it's make a cool cassette thing. tapes now. Yeah. You see a lot of bands who do tapes. Not loose done that. Yeah, oh yeah. A lot of bands do it. A lot of bands do tapes, and it's like you're only buying a tape because it either it looks cool or just because you just want it because it's a tape. You're yeah. not listening to it. You're no one because audio quality of a fucking cassette tape is n- not good. No, <laughs> ever. Not no. even by today's standards. No, not at all. People try to argue with the with the vinyl thing and being like, "Well, it sounds better." It, uh, eh, does it? <laughs> it? It just results back to that nostalgia of it, like the the vintagey yeah. kind of. I mean, if you really want to go like the audiophile angle of like what sounds the best, like even streaming doesn't sound as good as a CD. Yeah, because you know CDs lossless audio. Yeah, so you can hear more until but you get it scratched. <laughs> until you get it scratched, exactly. Yeah. Uh-oh. 
All right, cool. Well, I guess that's going to do it for this episode of the controversial topics, less debate or whatnot. Yeah. Um, once again, thank you for coming on and starting to do this with me. I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing to do these and break into even album reviews and yeah, man. just do what we can do with it. Yeah, um, you know me, man. I can talk about anything. We can do this all day. <laughs> I can do this all day. Every, I think every conversation we ever set winds up, every we have, it always results back to music. And it could go on for hours and hours. Literally hours. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all all for listening. Once again, thank you, Gabe, for coming and starting this with me. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed this. I would love to hear all y'all's feedback, what y'all think about this. And if if y'all even have any topics y'all would love for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. It might be a portion of of an episode. It might be a full-blown episode about it. Who knows? But once again, thank you all. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode of the knuckleheads podcast see y'all next time get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.